Welcome to the Well-Rounded Geek Podcast, episode 14. I'm your host, Jeffrey Gaiman, and with me digitally today is Jessica. We're going to be talking about our favorite lifestyle topics. What's up, Jessica? Hi. <laughs> I'm I'm at home. It's so weird. <laughs> I know. We were supposed to meet a few weeks ago, but there's been issues with the pandemic. Jessica's a nurse practitioner, Closures. so she's like around all the... The brutal yes. things so mm-hmm. we decided to yes. record digitally it took me a while to figure out how to even do this but here we are and hopefully we could start recording more frequently possibly now that you don't have to drive like 40 minutes to get here <laughs> yes i've always welcomed the escape but for the sake of uh time management and convenience this is this isn't a good next op- uh, option <clears throat> Yeah, I'm excited because my friend Johnny just moved to Vegas, and he's the one I talk about video games with, and I haven't had a chance to yet since he moved because of this, so just figuring out how to set this up ends up helping me out anyways. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about the usual, what grinds our gears, we're going to be giving a millennial recap, and then we'll be talking about some popular culture topics, so... Let's open the show with what's been grinding our gears. You can go first. Okay. Um, so these are very random. These are not correlated at all, but there's a couple of them that um, I've had written down, but I feel like they're appropriate to, to talk about. Um So as Jeffrey said, I'm a nurse and I'm also a nurse practitioner. So I work um, at a facility where I am a nurse. So obviously I work during the day and then I have the night shift. Um, Nurses will come in when my day is coming to an end. And there's one nurse in particular that comes in at night and he says, good morning. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why, but it that just like bothers me. Like he's trying to be f- funny. It's always but, what it is. Ugh, I don't like that. It's just like, you know, clearly, you know, we just worked 12 hours. We're exhausted and we know it's nighttime. Our bodies know it's, n- it's nighttime. But like this one nurse comes in and he always says, he says good morning to the to the other night nurses. I'm oh, just like, no. ugh, ugh, I don't So like here's that. my question. Is he around our age or is he older? He is around our age, surprisingly. That's even worse. So I was going to say, that's like a, <laughs> the older people at my job, they tend to joke about weird stuff like that. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, yeah. good morning. Oh, actually, it's afternoon. Or yeah. We talk about the weather and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to talk about this. I have a weather yes. app. <laughs> I get a notification. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It just it just the way I don't know. It just the the, the me worst part is he totally that. thinks it's like the greatest thing to continue yeah. saying good morning when he comes in for his mm-hmm. night shift. And other people are forced to say good morning back because like what do you say to someone when they say good morning? Like you're not like, "Oh, it's nighttime." <laughs> yep, they never get called out on their stuff. Ever. Nope. He's nope. going to continue it forever. <laughs> it's just like cringeworthy when he says, I don't know, it just bothers me. 
Um, okay, so this one, this one has been been bothering me, and I've seen a lot of people, um, particularly on TikTok, well, women, on, well, and and men too, or people that identify as females, um, and and this one may sound a little bit uh, shallow, but I don't know why it it bothers me, but people that get their nails done that you can tell spend a lot of effort and time on their nails but then look horrible elsewhere like just look like you know they don't put any kind of effort into their appearance otherwise like they don't brush their hair they don't wear anything other than like sweatpants and a baggy sweatshirt and then but then they have really nice nails like what I don't understand. I what feel the like is. that's one of the only like self care things that reflects that way too. Like you wouldn't mm-hmm. see someone with like really well done makeup or hair and terrible nails. But it, mm-hmm. but with nails, it's the complete opposite. Like you could have yeah. people that don't look done at all, but then their nails look pristine. Right. I mean, because like you know, when you do your makeup, I don't know, it, this sounds stu- This sounds silly, but like when you do your makeup, like, and you can put on anything and you look nice, you know, it's like you put a little bit of, you know, more effort into kind of looking one way or the other. But then it's like getting your nails done is an expensive, it's so expensive habit. And so to put money towards that little bit of effort on your nails is like it's just weird to me that you don't do anything else (laughs) yeah i know exactly what you're talking about actually and it's ironic because i am a male but my wife does (laughs) occasionally like to get her nails done natalie likes to keep them like natural most of the time because when you get them done i guess it makes her nails weak brittle yes you know yeah but if you want to keep those up, there's like you said, it's so expensive and you have to be like a regular customer. And yes, there are so many people that look so ratchet, but their nails look fire. Yeah. It reminds me of um, like I went to school in Dearborn and I'm not trying to pick on Dearborn. It's it happens everywhere, but there would be just like normal homes or just basic homes with like luxury vehicles in the driveway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's like That's exactly the feeling. It is. It's the same exact thing. I don't know why people mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> it's it's but almost But I know what like, you're talking about. Yeah, like you're either and both ways are fine. Like if if you want to because like trust me, I don't I don't spend very much time on myself as yeah. far as like the way I look. I write, I get my hair I get my hair cut and done and I get my eyebrows waxed and that's about it. <laughs> like I'm not I don't spend a bunch of time on my appearance but it's just funny that like out of all the things that you could focus on like you choose your nails which is the kind of not really the thing that people see the most yeah i was gonna say i don't don't pay attention to as a as a guy to that Mm. as much as people might think i don't know that's not the first thing but i don't know if it's because my wife just is natalie isn't that way but mm-hmm. it's not it's definitely not something that would impress me like dang the nails mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't well, know well i mean natalie is is naturally 
a gorgeous woman so she doesn't have to i don't think she has to put much effort in (laughs) (laughs) she would probably Um, say otherwise but (laughs) (laughs) okay next one so i gotta talk about my husband i just have to (laughs) i've got to talk about natalie too we can't stay away (laughs) okay so uh, as i've mentioned before there's just some things that you would like that most people in the world would know just basic pop culture basic um just basic things kind of like sayings or um and he will throw at me like i've never heard of that before i don't know what that is i don't know who that is i don't know i've never heard that song or and it's just some some of the stuff just like boggles my mind so bad that i just i can't help but bring it up and then on the opposite part he knows the most random things like plots of random movies from when we were children that only five people have seen and and then he's shocked that i don't know the plot to that so for example a couple weeks ago he randomly was bringing up black beauty do you know that book or is it a movie it was a horse movie, right? Yeah, I think so. I definitely didn't watch it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was too busy watching okay, thank you. cool things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he knows the plot of Black Beauty from like start to finish. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. No, I know. But like that's for him to know that but not know like, I don't even know. Like he couldn't name a Beatles member or... Yeah. Right, common no, I mean, just... thing, things that the general population would totally know about. Yes. So when he threw Black Beauty out <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I was like, Black Beauty? Like, uh, what? I mean, maybe, I don't know. Did we have to, like, read that in school or something? That's the only reason why I would I would even know, like, anything about it. I feel like it, I can picture it. the movie cover. I feel yeah. like there's a sun setting and there's like a horse yep. like on it's it's rearing or something. Yes. Yes. I was just going to say it's like that's literally what I picture, but that is the one and only thing that I know about it is like it's about a horse and that's it. I don't know if it's a good horse, a bad horse, yeah. what like if there's people in the story, I don't know, but he knows that from start to finish. It, Derek <laughs> makes me laugh too because he doesn't know a lot of the the common sense topics but then you'll send me audios of him like reciting a specific event when he was like seven years old that happened in grade school i don't Mm -hmm. even i can't do that a little i no i mean sure when it comes to like (laughs) when it comes to very specific things in my life like especially ones that were embarrassing or like kind of traumatic as a child like in school with friends or whatever i can i can remember a lot of that but derek remembers like specific like where he was at who he was with like it happened yesterday yes like the context of it and people's names like he throws out people's like first and last names like from first grade and i'm like i i can't do that like i don't i i just don't have that kind of that good of a memory but listening to him recall a story from his childhood is 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 <laughs> quite it's quite entertaining. 
Yeah, I think you and I both relate with our significant other in that sense where we're super we're having a podcast right now about popular culture basically and they're the complete opposite like natalie's definitely grown and changed um but when i first met her no you know and it almost came off like she was sheltered but she wasn't so i don't know (laughs) it's just some people absorb the outside world a different way but did um, natalie have cable when she was growing up yeah and i at times didn't have cable but I would always be at your house or like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just feel, I feel thankful that I grew up with you and your family because your family is very like, just not sheltered, <laughs> n- not sheltered, but just with all the popular culture, like it's a passionate thing for them. Like your brothers can, and you can recite specific characters of shows movies movies in general are a big thing for your family and then music Mm -hmm. so maybe it was because i grew up around that with you guys but (laughs) it sometimes i didn't have cable and natalie's had cable her whole life yeah derek didn't have cable growing up so i i kind of attribute that possibly you know his yeah his upbringing to not having cable but but i mean if black beauty was on tv how do you know no it's like did you not go to blockbuster either because no one in their right mind because back in the day it's so sad that we have to say back in the day now but uh (laughs) you would go if you weren't aware of a huge hit movie you would go into those video stores and you would pick a movie based on how cool the cover looked i would never pick black beauty (laughs) I'd be like, no, if I want to watch this with my grandma, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, like, obviously, when he was going to Blockbuster and places like that, you know, his mom his mom had a lot of, you know, say in what the movies were, were that were picked. So it probably stems back to that as, you know. It had to be PG or G. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, my parents were, were very... Um, very lax with the things that my brothers watched, you know, and so naturally, you know, my older brother is 16 years older than me. So like, um, or 12 years older than me, 16 years older than my younger brother. But, you know, if they weren't strict on what my older two brothers were watching, they definitely were not strict on what me and my younger brother were watching. Yeah. And it just trickles down, you know? (laughs) Yeah. We would, we were playing video games, like, very late at night and watching the thriller video like, yeah right <laughs> that's why so, you have yeah. some some it trauma to be honest yeah right um but i'll go and talk about my stuff i have one thing about natalie as well so i'll save that for the end but the first thing i want to talk about there's always something at work with me as well the other day there's like a really confident guy in my department he's not necessarily a part of my team but we talk to him a lot he messaged me and he said, hey, bud, <laughs> I cannot stand when people call me bud or like condescending terms. And the worst part is I'm pretty sure this guy's younger than me. Oh, what is wrong with people? No. Would you ever no. do that? No, I. So I work part. One of my jobs is in the nursing home. So. I do call like older people, like old, old people. I call them, you know, 
love or sweetie or stuff like that because that is comforting for them it's not condescending either though you know that's fine no 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 it's it's the term of endearment to the to the older people but i do have a similar instance that happened on tuesday so there's a there was a woman that came into the facility to draw some of the residents blood and so she's not there regularly she works for like an outside company she came in and she started talking to me about a patient that wasn't mine but she was calling me sweet she called me sweetheart which she's easily my age or maybe just a few years older but she called me sweetheart and then she called me honey pie yeah what see i don't like i don't want to come <laughs> off bad because everyone's just trying to be friendly right but there's just certain things yeah. i you would ne- i would never reach out to some random guy like i'm not close with this guy you know, if if my friend called me, bud, it'd be, I guess, something different. But I'm not close with this guy at all. And I'm pretty sure he's younger than me. And he called me bud. Like, <laughs> I'm not your bud. I don't even know you. No. I, I no, don't know. And I'm definitely I don't not like a honey that. pie. <laughs> There's other condescending terms that I can't recite right now. But when people use it, I'm just like, what are you? Why are you a tool? Why do you yeah. say that? I'll say, yeah. like, what's up, man? Or, hey, man. Yeah. Or dude. But that's not condescending. No. But that's like a friendly like a a friendly term. Bud is a term that like a father and a son use use. Yeah, or you like know, a like coach like... condescending yeah, yeah, yeah. to like a kid. Yeah. 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 I can't stand it. So that <laughs> grinded my gears. The other thing I don't know if other people have problems with this. I cannot stand bicyclists. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Or are they not in plethora and howl? Because they act like they run the road. Um, they're not. They're honestly not prominent in howl, but they are more prominent, like in Brighton or um, like the areas where there's like more of a downtown. But <clears throat> um, I don't like when they are riding on the street. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I, I don't. I guess I don't fully know the laws or i haven't interpreted their their code but i can't stand when you're like stuck behind one and they're not in a bike lane or something and you don't know what you're supposed to do and they they don't care we're like no if i was walking or something i'm like super aware of my surroundings yeah and super considerate of vehicles like they have the right of way for everything you know but bicyclists they don't run that way I feel like they're no, all angry think, towards people that drive. Yeah. I think they naturally have the right of way and they like you're not supposed to pass them, which is impossible because like you'd be going like 10 miles an hour in your car if you didn't. Uh, That's why I can't stand them. me out. Yeah. What stresses me out is when they use the hand signals like if they're going to turn left or right or like i'm like i don't know what that what those mean i know i don't know i mean i learned them in in drivers i mean we learned them in driver's ed and like that was so many years ago i'm not i don't remember what that is no i'm the same way and i like panic thinking are they gonna hit a rock right when i'm about to pass them (laughs) they just end up under my wheel somehow oh my god and i just took out someone's mm. uncle (laughs) (laughs) So bicyclists, 
are on my list. The final mm-hmm. thing, and this involves Natalie, I cannot stand the choices she picks for chips. So, like, from time <laughs> to time, we'll go places, and I'll be like, you want to run into the gas station and get some chips or something? Uh-huh. And she comes out, and she notoriously picks, like, the worst options <laughs> ever. And I need to know if you agree with me on these options, okay? Sometimes okay. she runs in to, like, a Seven Eleven or a gas station, and there's so many chips. And she comes out with um, sour cream. Lay's? Like, the the rigid ruffles, or, like... The cheddar sour cream ruffles or what are what are those terrible <laughs> chips that have it's not Cheetos. It's like a mixture of Cheetos pretzels all in one bag. It's like a combo bag. Oh yeah. I She'll come know. out with those. Like Chex Mix? It's like Chex Mix with what cheese items, but Yes. Yeah. Would you ever It's like off brand. Pick that? Am I wrong? Uh, um, no, no, you're not wrong. I does she get overwhelmed? No, she just thoroughly like confidently like that's picks her, that. That's her choice. And because the gas station sometimes I sometimes in the gas station I even even me who like I don't typically get like overwhelmed easily, but sometimes when I go in there I'm just like, what do I want? I'm overwhelmed in gas stations for sure. And I feel like yeah. this pressure like I need to decide right away, but I definitely don't, but it's cuz there's always yeah. a attendant just standing waiting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Awkwardly, but no, she doesn't so get they can overwhelmed. Go back to play in their phone. <laughs> like yeah, I know. That's what they do now. They just play on their phone all day. But I'll say like you surprise me and I probably should stop saying that. But I think she's going to come out with something that we'll both enjoy. And she comes out with sour cream and cheddar or whatever. <laughs> Ruffles. So she gets them for you or do you guys like share them? Share them. But are you kidding? That's like last choice. What what would you get if you went into the gas station? So usually I'm probably like Derek in the sense where I'll look for anything that's like new and intriguing, exciting. So I'll look at that first. Then if they don't have anything like that, I'll go into like my regular go-tos. And some of them are different. So I'll just pick what I'm feeling someday because sometimes I like... I like uh, barbecue style things i like salt and vinegar style things there's pickle chips that i like too um sometimes i like the spicy stuff but like out of all those things and all those options she comes out with the worst like if you had an assorted pack of chips you know those small ones that you would get Uh possibly for kids and things for their lunches those would be the chips that were left last (laughs) like no one was picking them definitely the uh the sour cream and onion like any of that flavor is no um, yeah I'm not i don't want it. that but she comes out so happy so i don't say anything but guess what <laughs> you're coming on the podcast now <laughs> <laughs> see um we and we've talked about this before about like how Derek will pick he doesn't pick necessarily the worst item of the choice but he will pick the most random like uh, option on if there's like a li- you know a, a choice 10 choices he's gonna pick probably 
the most like random one like the the most unique or the spiciest one or the one that isn't the most common one um you know like we talked about how he got the um um the steak like burger or whatever from culver's yeah like he just picks like the like the the least black beauty used. version yeah, of food. Yes, <laughs> yeah. he picks like the the least chosen option so maybe that maybe that means it's not as good i don't know but i feel like the people at culver's like have to like dig in the back for the ingredients of right. anything that you're gonna get wants. sick on the ones that he orders because <laughs> yeah. they, they're not regularly cooked i think no, natalie's no, no. is just it disappoints me because hers is like the most vanilla option like really yeah yeah out of everything you bring out uh-huh. this but hey we married them <laughs> we got to deal with them yeah so Let's go into our regular show topics. We'll start with the millennial recaps. I just have a couple things. The first thing I did want to talk about was the viral milk crate challenge. Outside of me sending it to you today, did you know about it? No, I had no idea what it was. (laughs) And like, I feel like I kind of disappointed in myself because i feel like i know a lot of the trending stuff just because i spent so much time scrolling through tiktok but yes you sent me a video of a of a very uh interesting situation where (laughs) they walk up like what three or four milk they build like a pyramid of milk crates and they're supposed to walk up one side and walk down the other but it gets increasingly more difficult as you get up toward the top because there's no balance you know no but i think you missed out on it because they've been quick to ban things or like get stuff off of social media nowadays that are like harmful trends because people have been eating it on those challenges you know the one you sent me looks i mean i felt it when he fell (laughs) like he cracked his whole spine in half i was laughing at a meme it was like someone in the shadows and the title of the meme said Rob Deerdeck handing out all these free crates to people so that he can get all this content for ridiculousness because oh people were saying it on Twitter too like where are they getting all these milk crates from yeah they had a bunch mm-hmm. well it looks a lot to me like it was like most of the videos that I saw were like people that worked in like factories and stuff like that or like worked in a warehouse where they Mm -hmm. have many of them but then i saw one where the guy was like showing the prices on amazon now like of milk crates or something and they were one was for like 47 dollars. oh i believe it oh my god it's insane just to hurt yourself but yeah what blew my mind was how quick it was starting to get banned or removed from things because it was all over TikTok, and then all of a sudden, you can't find anything. You can't even search for it on TikTok. And I think it's because there have been challenges in the past that have been very harmful. Like, remember the Tide Pod challenge? Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Well, it's we've crazy. talked about... Yeah. We've talked about how much we like TikTok and, and, and how entertaining it is and i think any form of social media like it to some degree it can be harmful because there's things like that with you know kids that are on there they can be easily influenced and yeah if it's something that's harmful they could get injured and then it's just all it's just all bad like the and cinnamon if you're not, challenge yeah 
right? Where they like, don't they inhale cinnamon yeah. or something or try to swallow it mm-hmm. dry? Oh my God. If you're not like cognitively mature, but even some older people were doing the crate <laughs> challenge, but yeah. if you don't have it all together to consciously see that and see like, that's funny, but I'm not going to try it myself, then it is harmful to see those types of videos because you'll try and recreate it. And Mm -hmm. that's why they were probably so quick to banning that stuff. But regardless, I was laughing at the videos. I was laughing at the memes. Um, Oh, my gosh. The next topic that I wanted to talk about. So the challenge started, and they've been showing commercials, MTV commercials, and it looks like MTV Cribs is back. And I sort of got hype, and it just reminded me of all the fire mtv shows when we were like in middle school or even high school yeah did you see that mtv cribs is coming back yeah i uh i used to like cribs back in the day it was very um it was just so cool to see all the like ridiculous things that people have in their homes yeah bowling alleys and just crazy stuff like that lots of um you know I think my interests back in the day in middle school is definitely different now. <laughs> right. So I feel like if I watch it now, I'm going to be like, oh, that's a really nice open concept. <laughs> right. You're going <laughs> to think of it as like a full-blown adult and you want to incorporate yeah. the interior design. Yeah. Like, oh, how nice that their laundry room is on their first floor. That's so convenient. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm, when I was a kid, I was thinking Shaq has the biggest bed I've ever seen. Yeah. Like I was so yep. intrigued by that. But I heard uh-huh. I don't know how true it was, but they were saying not every MTV Cribs house we saw back in the day was really their house. Did you know that? Yeah. I feel like I, I've heard that rumor before. I feel betrayed. But this one I saw I a couple Natalie uh kept MTV on after the last challenge episode. And there were a few people on that episode. And I think Snooky from Jersey Shore was on there and I could tell it was actually her house because Mm. nowadays we see a lot of people if we follow certain celebrities we see their home on social media and stuff yeah so it was actually her house so hey I'm just hyped they're rebooting some of the shows yeah I mean it's 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 good entertainment I guess but also like now that I'm older I'm just kind of like you know it's like you don't need to show me how cool your stuff is. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> like I'm good. I know you're I know you have a lot of money and you just, you know, you're just so rich and you have the coolest things in your house, but it's just like oh my gosh, just be more like pretentious, please. Yeah, I know. I'm just waiting I mean, for them Snooki's to reboot. like Snooky's cool. I don't know. She she I feel like she would have a, a unique house cuz she's a unique person, you know. Yeah, hers was like her house was different. It was like super rich, but at the same time, she didn't come from money. So she's still yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to say white trash that made it or anything, but it felt like yeah. that vibe. Like her home yeah. actually feels lived in. Yeah. Because she has kids. She still is from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> right. And I, I liked seeing that. That's the type of stuff that I like to see on MTV Cribs. I don't like to see people's homes. Like whenever Natalie would watch the Kardashians... Their homes didn't even look like they were lived in or could even be lived in. That yeah. grosses me out. Yeah, I don't like that. Because cause you know they either are never there, so what's the point? Or 
they have someone come in or a team come in every single day and make it look like it's yeah. not lived in. Which I is hate just that. Stupid. Yeah, Snooky's was completely <clears> lived <throat> in. Um, the final topic for the millennial recap that I wanted to talk about was the challenge. The challenge thirty-seven started a few weeks ago. We said we were going to go over it, but we haven't been able to get together. So. I just wanted to get your opinions on the show so far. It's been two episodes, two and a half, because oh, yeah. there was that weird like intro episode. Oh yeah, did you end up watching that? No. Yeah, it was weird. It was so um, staged. It was like so staged. Like you put, they had like three people in the back of a limo dressed really nice, and they were like oh i'm so and so or i'm so and so and and like oh i can't wait to see who's who else is here and like th- then they all like showed up at the house it was weird i was like this is just i what i don't want to see happen with the challenge is that it becomes a like very micromanaged production yeah, yeah. because it's going to take away the um like the genuine like reason that they're all there like to strategize and fight and Mm -hmm. hook up with each other and try to get to the end to win now this season 750,000 it's like isn't it 750,000 I think it's still a million it's a million oh is it yeah um the the I just don't want it to be like so set up like because now, you know, in the in the um, debate or the room where they go to like talk about who's going to be nominated for elimination, it's like everybody sits around this like really cold table and they have tablets that they have to pick the person that pick the team that they want, you know, to be in elimination and you know, TJ comes on the screen and then like they have the two people that won that that week you know up on this like pedestal i don't know i just i don't want it to i don't want it to get any more like set up than almost feeling staged yeah yeah so here's my thoughts on the season so far in some aspects i'm actually enjoying it a lot because it does seem like they're back to uh, showing more of them hanging out together i partying hooking up stuff like that where they've taken away from that a little bit i think they initially opened the show the way they did with what you're referencing because they threw so so many different rookies into this mix from different countries and stuff and we none of us have any idea some of them you know so i think that's why they did it that way but i don't like the way they're voting people into uh, the challenge because they're you can tell some of them don't even want to speak when they're all together in that room when they're like deliberating and yeah. the producers or whatever are forcing conversations where do you remember yeah. last season they were able to vote like anonymously yeah. but whoever won the immunity would get to see who voted for who that was legit that was yeah. so much better i liked that I, I do think, I mean, I definitely am enjoying it. I enjoy pretty much every season to some extent because it's just, it's entertaining. And I do like to to see how people, you know, how the season unfolds. Um, I would say half of the, the cast this, this season, I don't know. So 
yeah. it's making for like an interesting new kind of dynamic. I yeah. think with it being the, the you know the U.S. team versus non-U.S. I don't even know. They're like from all over the world. Yeah, they're like from um, everywhere, and it's crazy because they outnumber the vets, but yeah. they're not showing up in numbers when they vote or anything like last season the rookies we've talked about it sort of had the upper hand in the beginning and they were voting Mm -hmm. in vets and stuff yeah but it the vets have been loyal to one another this season so far yeah and i think it hasn't been super exciting so far because they've eliminated two double um rookie teams and the worst people you know they weren't performing well Right. I think it is weird, though, how they can choose, like, in the end, to go whoever goes against the losing team, they can choose whoever from the group. It doesn't have to be a team. Yeah, to switch partners with. That's weird. Yeah, that's just, it's strange. But at least they're already trading (laughs) because last season, it seemed like they were being way more loyal with their partners and. It's almost like white elephant around Christmas time. Like you want people to do the trading and swapping because it makes it more interesting, you know? Yeah. So the rest of the season should be exciting, I hope. We'll get to see more stuff with the vets because really they haven't been showing the vets as much. Have you noticed that? Like CT's barely speaking. Kyle. Yes, I said said that. I, I said that to Derek when we were watching it last week. I was like... I was like, CT has not even said anything at all. And yeah, like Kyle has made, you know, some comments here and there. They haven't really shown um, like Nani or or Casey. I mean, it's just been a whole lot of the like rookies seeing, trying to prove themselves and stuff like that. My thoughts with that is because CT, if you remember last season that he won, they didn't show him a lot in the beginning either because he had bad partners and stuff. So my thought is maybe mm-hmm. they're trying to paint this story with the rookies at the beginning of this season. And then as things start to get nasty, because we know they will with the vets, they'll start getting more airtime. And maybe the people that we like end up going further. And that's why they're not giving them as much airtime right now. I'm not sure. Yeah. Or or it could be that they... Um... Because we don't, because nobody knows them, they're probably giving them more airtime for us to kind of learn who they are and kind of get, you know, maybe root for some of them. Yeah. Do you like any of the rookies um, so far? I do like Michelle. I know her. I don't know her personally, but I know her from Survivor. Yeah. Um, and she was always a really good. She's a very good Survivor player, and I couldn't can imagine that she. Um, she's probably, she seems like a beast. uh, She is, she is a beast. And she was always, I mean, she, she ended up winning survivor, but she, um, yeah, she just seems like she, she's really good at the social game and definitely like at the physical challenges too. So her nose was like gushing blood last episode. I know. (laughs) She was powering through it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um. The one guy got a concussion and And his Johnson was, was out while he was coming out of the beach. <laughs> and he's a school teacher. He's gotta go back to class and his Johnson was on national oh TV. Oh my god. He, Derek goes, That guy he goes, That guy's getting eliminated eliminated for a concussion. I'm like, Yeah, concussions are very serious. Like, well, you literally can't, can't do just, anything. 
no. And Derek's like, that guy should just suck it up and compete. I'm like, no, that guy could die if he doesn't even like Yeah, I'm surprised like, Derek, uh, Derek's a big football fan, so he knows. Like, if you get concussed, yeah. you can't play yeah. for like two weeks. And they're no. really strict on it now because of the CTE studies because it can cause right. permanent damage. But yeah, sure. I liked that guy too. He seemed nice. Yeah. Yeah. He, and athletic. I liked him. Mm-hmm. I liked him on Survivor too. He was he was one of my favorites of that season too. I was surprised the rookie went home week one. I think his name was Kells. Week they, two. They're lucky. He was just last week, wasn't he? No, this week was um that Jamaican woman. I think she was from Africa or or Jamaica. Yeah, but but she was partnered but Kells went down there. No, only a only a woman went home. Oh, it last was only week. a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Kells went home. God. So this there's been three three and a half episodes so far. So Kells went home early though, and I feel like the vets are lucky they sent him over early because he was huge. Yeah. 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 I didn't even realize how yeah. big he was until I saw him next to whoever he was competing against and he like dwarfed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only reason I know of that guy is because I unfortunately did watch uh, a few episodes of the Too Hot to Handle, which is what he's from. <laughs> um, and no, that's the only reason why I like, you know, knew of him. But yeah, he definitely you could tell he was just sort of the type of person that was like built for that show because he had a good personality and seemed to have a good social game and then he was also physically a beast yes and it's sad that he went home early the the other guy who's michelle's partner Corey, his name's Corey, right Corey, i think coriel he's mm-hmm. a beast too he's getting yeah. feisty because they keep getting voted in yeah and he's getting mad he, was ticked because he's like you know i think probably because out of all the rookies he's probably one of the best male rookies yeah like physically so that's why they're probably trying to get him out too do you know who the name is i'm i'm so bad with names so i'm struggling with the rookies names (laughs) do you know the name of the guy that um is tori's partner now ed ed I like him yeah. too. Yeah, he's just too. carefree. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been uh, yeah screwed over yet. The challenge to <laughs> no, he he's like so positive. That's what Tori said. He's like he's like Ed is just like exuding this positivity that you know he 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 doesn't really know what's about to come. <laughs> yeah, just wait until you see how bad people yeah. can be. But he's good. Mm-hmm. He seems smart, and he is like yeah. he's short, but he's athletic and and stocky. Yeah. So he could go far yeah. too. It should be a good mm-hmm. season and we'll talk about it more as things start to unfold. So we'll use this moment to move into the popular culture section. We have some Bachelorette, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise topics to talk about. The first thing, elephant in the room, we should talk about the finale of The Bachelorette. A lot happened since we last spoke. It was a lot of drama it was devastating. The oh show fell apart for me. It, it, We were so in high spirits the last time we spoke, and now I don't even really want to talk about it because of how bad it was. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, Blake ended up winning the show. Worst case scenario. Yep. What were your thoughts on Katie's season as a whole? Um, we'll just talk high level, and then we'll move on. <laughs> so I feel like this topic like you said you know has been kind of 
just like beaten just beaten down to the ground as far as like all the talk about it. it was like one of the most popular topics i would think from the show in a long time yeah um we were so excited and uh i was really hopeful that greg was going to be the person that she ended up with you know i was i really liked katie the entire time um up until that second to last episode and um i the way that it all went down was just really disappointing and i was just as it was happening and as it was like getting worse and worse as i was watching it i was like oh like this he doesn't win because like sometimes they'll have like serious conversations like the bachelor or the bachelorette with like one of the final two people and it will be similar to like i need validation i need you to tell me like you know give me more uh, emotional like emotionally but the more it was going on and the more he was saying i was like oh okay <laughs> like he doesn't win yeah and it was the saddest <laughs> was thing so to sad. see <laughs> and then everything that's unfolded afterwards was just to me it was just gross and honestly in the moment i was critical of greg when he was getting emotional and he definitely didn't handle himself well but i wasn't against katie or anything but as things have unfolded my opinion of her has completely changed. I was so gung-ho for her to be the Bachelorette. And then she just ended up being, like I said, even on our last show, I was scared she would end up being like the most typical, you know, Bachelorette that just chooses the wrong path because of a, a sexual attraction. And it just seemed like yeah. that's what she ended up having to do because of what happened with Greg. But just the way that she's carried herself, you know, after the show aired and after the rose and then even currently I unfollowed her on social media because I was like, oh, so did I. And I even thought to myself yesterday, like, where have they been? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I unfollowed everything with them mm -hmm. because I don't care. Yep. You know, I didn't I didn't particularly, you know, dislike Blake necessarily. I think he was trying to uh become famous honestly i mean no one goes on the bachelor at three times if you don't want to get some sort of um you know focus in the in the media um and yeah i mean i i personally think if that didn't go down with greg that he would have ended up with katie and so i think blake um, was a, a second choice but then katie tried to make it seem like he wasn't the second choice and she tried to like over compensate like at the, that's what i the didn't final like rose yes. yeah um i think katie is in the wrong and i think greg is in the wrong obviously if they already had that serious of miscommunication together they obviously would not have been a good couple so i'm not at all glad you mm -hmm. know that they didn't end up together i do really like greg i think as a person i think he does have a lot of trauma just from you know knowing his history um you know so i really hope that he you know gets the help that he needs and katie can you know both of them both of them have trauma from both losing their dad and you know i think maybe just not having the best idea of what a good relationship is um so i don't know i hope that greg does continue to get the help that he needs um 
and I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be the next Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, so we'll lead into that next topic. Real quick, we'll say uh, Michelle's season starts October 19th. So especially now that we're recording digitally, we'll get together. We'll discuss her contestants, see who's uh, mm. who looks like 15 different celebrities on her show. <laughs> um, but outside of that, we'll talk about that later. It has been rumored that Greg is possibly the next bachelor now it was like leaked twitter blew up and now i feel like they're pulling back the reins a little bit because there are some people that are very upset about that yeah how do you feel about how do you feel about him as the next bachelor and then how do you feel about the people that are so anti-greg so again i think if i guess it's hard for me to understand how you could be so in love with someone like two months ago and then, you know, start recording a show and dating 30 women like that. That's a hard concept for me to understand no matter who you are. Um, I think he has a little bit more of like emotional baggage that maybe wouldn't make him the best contestant. Um, I think he is a good person person from what we have seen and he obviously is well loved by a lot of the other um contestants on katie's season so i don't know i mean i think i'll i'll still watch it because i'm always rooting for people to find love but i do hope that he like continues to get the help that he needs and like the therapy that he needs because he can't you know something that like really struck me that someone had said is that your significant other like can't be every single thing that you need to be whole right and that's kind of what greg was saying to katie is like you are filling the hole in my heart you complete you know you're my everything and it's just like you can't really i personally don't think that that's a healthy relationship to rely completely on your significant other for everything you can get away with that for like a year but then when yeah (laughs) (laughs) when you're in the honeymoon phase yeah you know but you need you know a lot of other things in your life to fulfill you and and to make you happy and if katie was the only thing that greg had it was just probably felt very suffocating i would imagine so i'm torn because i still do really like greg I didn't like his behavior at the end of the season, but I liked how he's carried himself afterwards. And it was definitely quite revealing listening to him come on Nick's podcast and, you know, speak his side of things. I would like to see him as The Bachelor because he is attractive. I feel like we were robbed of a personality that everyone else seemed to love that we didn't really get to see because the producers had to spend a lot of time on other people, you know, because he does Mm -hmm. seem fun. Um, So I would like to see that. The other reason I'm selfishly wanting him as The Bachelor is because he is going to have drama associated with him because of what happened. And I do want people to find love, but at the end of the day, I do want to be entertained. Like you and I, like I do like the drama. There's a reason that we enjoy Bachelor in Paradise, and that's been good so Mm -hmm. far because there's just just polarizing drama, you know? So we'll see what unfolds. It's probably either going to be between him, uh, Andrew, 
S, which I'd be down for as well because I really like mm-hmm. him. Possibly Michael A if they could even figure out a way for that situation. But you and I have talked about it. He's probably a little bit too nice and he does have the baggage with his son. Um, did you see that Tyler Cameron's been linked too? Yeah, which um, I thought he was in a relationship with like a supermodel or something. Yeah, Maybe and I think they it. broke up, and that's why now he's linked. Mm, I really liked him. I yeah, I thought he was great, and I thought him and Hannah were going to end up together. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know. I think he's one of the ones too that's kind of done with the. With the franchise as a whole, um, I liked his personality a lot. Um, he seemed like he was a, he was very sweet. So I don't know. We'll see. I I think Michael A's like contestants. I think you would have to find women that were really ready to become mothers a mom. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is a way more of a serious situation. Um, so I would wonder if, if, if he would even find like the right person, I would imagine it comes with a lot more, you know, I mean, you can't be putting like 23 year olds on the, on the season. Like, it's just not going to work out. So I feel like, and that's what they like to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it wouldn't be as drama filled if you brought a bunch of 30, 30 year olds and older on a show because i would hope that they're a little bit more mature so i don't yeah, know you need the I immature don't think people he's gonna be it show. i don't think we'll so. see i'm still leaning towards greg just because it is gonna bring some uh <laughs> yeah. it's gonna divide bachelor nation that's for sure but that usually brings yes. viewership uh the final topic is bachelor in paradise I basically just wanted to get your opinion on how it's been going so far outside of the fact that we have to almost have a job watching two episodes <laughs> a week, two two-hour episodes yeah. a week going forward. Yeah. Are you enjoying the show, though, so far, and what relationships are you enjoying? So, yes, I am enjoying it um, for sure. I, I've i always liked Bachelor in Paradise because it has more of like a fun... Yeah. like a fun loving feel to it. I fun, mean, the intro carefree. alone is like great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like more carefree. Like they're on a beach, they're drinking margaritas all day. Like it's pretty chill, I think more so than how serious, you know, the other seasons can get. Um, I love Ivan and Serena. No, shoot. What is that? What's that one girl's name? <laughs> I'll be able to edit this out. Shoot. Oh, God. Ivan and Jasenia. Jasenia. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I I love Ivan. I've always loved Ivan. I think he's a he's a pure soul. Um, so I'm definitely feeling them. They just both seem like they're just very genuinely nice people. So I'm rooting for them. Um I I mean, there's not really any other couple so far that i'm like overly interested in um i think tammy and aaron is kind of a random that won't last (laughs) coupling yeah um because i think tammy is she's just seems a bit you know she called david spade dave Chappelle. 
Yeah. Let's just put yes. it that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, she she came up to him and she said, hey, Dave. And he was like, oh, we're on a Dave basis. And she's like, yeah. And she really, she thought his name was Dave Chappelle. Real quick, did you like his brief appearance? Yes. I love him. I think he is so funny. And uh, I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was. I thought he was going to be the host the whole season. I, I didn't was pretty know sad. That they were. Yeah. But then um, Lance Bass though, comes in, and we're yeah. like, "Okay, okay, we can do." <laughs> yes, I love, I love Lance Bass. So I'm super. I'm happy that he's making an appearance. Um, I think obviously, like the two biggest drama people right now is Thomas, who. He weirded me out like so bad when he first came in because to me, his voice sounded completely different than it did when when he was on Katie's season. It's like, I don't know, it was like the way he was speaking or like the tone of his voice. I was like, who, what, what is happening right He's now? He's so fake. Yeah, it was really, I, I don't know if he was like trying too hard to be, Personable. come off like. Yeah, like yeah. nice or funny mm-hmm. or I don't know. It was, it was it gave me a really weird vibe. Um, so I don't think he's gonna make too much of a deep connection to, with anybody. I can't imagine. Um, and then Demi coming in and just being really weird in the beginning. It looked like she was on something for sure. She was high on something. Yeah, like she just her eyes looked glassy and she just didn't. It was almost like she was kind of like slurring her words. And then that whole date with um, Turtleneck. <laughs> um, Is the name Brendan or something like that? Brendan, yes. Yes, Brendan. Um, yeah. We're going to call him Turtleneck because I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> he always wears a turtleneck. Um, he's kind of like the shiny toy in the group i don't know why all the women just are like flocking to him but it was very weird because they went on him and him and demi went on a date and then he was like well i just want to keep my options open and she like freaked out she was mad yeah well she's trying to latch on to someone to stay yes yeah um so I don't know. She she seems like she's full of drama. Um, and then she tried to get um, uh, what's his name's Rose James, right? James. She Rose? ended up getting James's Rose. Yeah. Just to keep yeah. her. But to me, it was like I feel like the producers probably have moments where if you aren't making a strong connection yet, they come to and they're like, okay. If you're not making a strong connection yet, are you fine with keeping Demi yeah. along? Because she brings yeah. the drama, but I don't think she will be a lo- around much longer. Because you know how in Paradise they tend to like rotate the the drama yeah. people the as people, they come yeah. in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now that Thomas is in there, it's taken away from Demi a little bit. And yeah. we'll see what happens with... <laughs> whoever else they bring in with the drama but i also think brendan was weird towards demi because he has been linked with piper from matt's season outside yeah. of the show and they've been yeah. like even linked to this day and i think she might make an appearance this season yeah. so that'll be that'll be mm-hmm. juicy my favorite relationship so far and i don't know if you forgot about it because it's probably the only one that feels like it might be real and it's easy to forget about when we have all this juicy drama is 
grocery store joe and serena p theirs is so random but for some reason my gut's telling me that they might work out because thomas took her on a date and like all the women know that he's full of it but they're attracted to him because he's huge um (laughs) she straight up like told him like yeah yeah i don't really want to talk to you yeah like uh, and she went back to grocery store joe yeah, we should pursue other people. Like, yeah, is basically so, what she said. Their relationship might last. Yeah, I. So I think, I don't know why, but I get a weird, I get an even weirder vibe from Grocery Store Joe this season than I did before. I know he's like kind of uh, different and kind of quirky, but to me, he seems like a broken human being these days. Yeah, so, he's definitely know. not I mean, getting a good edit. The producers no. aren't giving him a good... They're giving them the sad boy edit where I don't think he's actually like that, but they're just trying to paint a certain story. Because Kendall's yeah. going to come back. Yes. That's why. I wonder what's going to happen with that. Mm-hmm. But it's weird to me that... I don't know. I mean, it, they're definitely a random... They're a random couple. He is, what, 30, 35 and she's 23? 23 or 24, 20. yeah. 23 because he guessed 24 it's just not it's not it i'm and i know like age is just a number and whatever whatever i get that you know people you can't help who you fall in love with but i just find like particularly on this show if you're young you're immature for sure so i mean is grocery store joe gonna want to be in a relationship long term with a 23 year old i don't know yeah i don't know either the difference with her though is she definitely doesn't carry herself as a 23 year old she's definitely like quite confident and she flirts in a way that is aggressive like she's definitely confident yeah. so we'll yeah. see what happens with them the kendall stuff's going to be juicy because it's going to yes. put joe in an awkward situation yeah because yeah. they almost got married yes I don't even know what ended up like really truly happening with them. But yeah, he said it was like a distance thing, but they didn't dive too deep. The other relationship I wanted to talk about before we end the show (laughs) is Connor B and Marissa. First of all, (laughs) okay, she is stacked. Yeah. Like she is beautiful. She's She's a whole lot of women. And. When they started hooking up in the beginning of the show, the season, I was thinking, how is he pulling her? I know. And now, who just came in? What's his name? I forget his name. He's jacked. A jacked guy just came into the show. And Connor B is screwed because he took Marissa on a date and I'm pretty sure they already hooked up. And they hit it off. I think... In this case, personality is what is keeping them together. She obviously finds his personality very attractive. Um, You know, not to say that he's not an unattractive person, but he is very feminine with his, like, looks and I think just sort of how he approaches things. He's friend-zony. Yes. Really bad. And, um, mm-hmm. So I think maybe she's just sort of keeping him close because 
he's easy to keep close i guess i don't know i don't i definitely don't yeah i don't definitely don't see the connection between them he'd be the type where if they were in public people would be like he ain't hitting that right (laughs) there's no no way because she's stacked that guy's name um yes yes i was gonna say he he looks like uh uh at one point didn't i tell you that he looks like a a 12 year old like morphing into a 50 year old but got stuck (laughs) Uh he looks like this little pump-up toy that i had as a kid where it was like a buff bodybuilder (laughs) that you could he looked normal but then you pump him up and he's like super veiny and jacked he looks like that but his head stays the same yeah but they hit it off and they hooked up mm. so connor b is screwed i sort of I liked Connor B on Katie's season for the most part from what we saw, but I don't like him anymore. Like his his shtick is overplayed, and I'm like, ooh, like I don't want to yeah. see you singing anymore. Uh, yeah, you the are friends like, Yeah, the the puns that he was doing, like I can't, I Cringe. can't get on board. When he even spoke Mm-mm. to Marissa before her date with Riley, I was like, oh, it's so yeah. awkward. I wanted to change the channel. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, bye, friend. <laughs> Instant friend zone. He's going he's not going to get date. a rose. He's not going to get kept yeah. around. Um, not unless they bring someone in who's like quirky like him and is there just for him. I don't know. Yeah, there's they've done that before. I feel like there's no way, but we'll see what happens with the rest of the show and we'll talk about it. There's going to be some juicy people coming on that are really going to mix things up. And there are a lot of people that are buddy buddy right now and in relationships. But like you just had a hard time even describing none of them are rock solid strong. So anything could happen. It should be a good rest of the season. It's just not going to be a good uh week for us every week especially you with three kids and a husband trying to watch four (laughs) hours worth of bachelor in paradise yes it's a lot we'll see what unfolds over the next couple weeks i will look forward to talking to you more about that soon thank you again for coming on the show today thanks for having me I just want to take a quick moment to give a huge shout out to Caged Muscle Supplements. If you guys don't know, I just recently joined their innovator program and I couldn't be more excited to be associated with one of, if not in my opinion, the best supplement companies in the world. You can head over to my Instagram page to learn more about their products as well as their culture. You can also use the link in my bio as well as my promo code JG15 to save 15% on your order. The well-rounded geek.